Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Yeah, could I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee? Man, does this smell good. Wolfing down your lunch. <laughs> Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolf and Luke. Hey, boy. Presented by Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' ultimate sports fan destination. Right, it is Wolfing Down Your Lunch on a Thursday afternoon. Thanks to Zoe for joining us. Uh, also, Wolf just left. He's got some football game or something he's got to go yeah, watch. Yeah, what, what's going on? It's, you know, it's just a lack of commitment. It's like the earlier, because we get off early, we get off at 1230 today, and that wasn't enough nope. for Wolf. <laughs> true. His eyes lit up when you said we're off at 1230 on, on Thursday, and then he asked for an extra half hour of vacation. Uh, Aaron Maloney is here, though, with Wolf and Down Your Lunch, obviously. Aaron? So, I'm glad you and I are here. Yeah, let me just saying. Let me just say that. <laughs> but it was looking like Game 8 against the Dallas Mavericks last night before the Suns pulled off an out-of-nowhere comeback to beat the Mavs to open the season 107-105. to Here's Devin Booker and Monty Williams after the game. In the fourth quarter when we're down 15, you know, the bench got a little, you know, not not looking at each other. And I was like, yo, we, we've been here before. I know we have a few new guys, but we, we've been in this situation before. And just, just play it out. Play it out. Compete at a high level. Obviously, you got to tighten some screws when you're, when you're down that much. But just play through it. I mean, we're down 17, so... I'm sure my cheeks were puckered a little bit. I mean, it's it's not a comfortable situation, you know, but that happens in the NBA. So what do you think was the difference between the first half and the second half? Because it really was a tale of two halves. Yeah, I mean, it helped to have DeAndre Ayton out there in the second half. That that made made a, maybe a bigger difference than I would have even expected in game one of the season. Campaign looked better. But I, I honestly, I think the biggest thing was just the intangible, and Devin Booker kind of hit on it right there. As much as it sucks, they were in this position last year against Dallas, and they just never fought back. Whereas last night... You just kind of go out there in the second half with like, okay, we got nothing to lose. If if it doesn't go right, we're 0-1 to start the season. Big deal. Let's like actually get after it. And they did, and they woke up. And we'll see how it carries over tomorrow and the rest of the season. But I I think it was big for them. I think it was almost bigger that they won a game like that early just because of the way last year ended. Monty Williams did something new yesterday as he sat Chris Paul the last five minutes of a tight game. Why? Well, that's normally where I take him out anyway. So I usually give him a three-minute break. And then I bring them in to close. Um, that, that's been the rotation for us. But camp came in. We had like a a good rhythm. And I just felt like it was the move to just stay with camp, you know. Um, and Chris was engaged and telling guys, you know, it was almost like he was out there. But it was really his time to come out. I tried to get him out around the 7-6 and give him a, about three minutes rest and then have him come in and close. Cam did such a good job uh, with that group. That group as a whole was pretty good on both ends, and so I just rolled with it. Do you think this is going to be something that we're going to see often with the Suns, or do you think it was just the situation of last night? Campaign was looking great, and he didn't want to mess up that chemistry. I, I think I think it's that. I think it's the second one. I don't. 
I don't want to see it often because uh, in the case of last night, Chris Paul wasn't real effective offensively, so that, that played into it. I mean, I don't hate the idea of Chris Paul playing less minutes this season during the regular season, so he's less likely to be hurt or, or beat up for the playoffs. But last night in particular, Monty wasn't like, hey, we're going to, this isn't load management at the end of game one, we can come back and beat Dallas. Just campaign was being more effective, and that's great for campaign, and it's great because it worked out for a win. And, you know, like Zoe was saying when he was in here before, it's great because you also kind of you limited Chris Paul's minutes, but. I want to see Chris Paul look like Chris Paul again. It's been ever it's been since. been too long. It's been ever since he turned, what, 37? 37. Yeah. The second he turned 37, everything yeah. changed. Totally. So our Sanderson Ford poll question is up now at ArizonaSports.com, and it asks, do you feel better or worse about the Suns' outlook this season after their opening night win? So your choice is better, that comeback was above and beyond. Worse, there are a lot of question marks with this team, or same as before. Um... I don't want to. Well, I'm going to have to answer same as before because I was. I'm, I'm pretty high on this team. If anything, I actually kind of felt a little bit worse after last night, but not worse. Not not enough to vote that way. I, I would say pretty close to the same. But I mean, there were more question marks than I thought necessarily in that one game. So 44 percent say same as before. 37 percent say they feel better. That comeback was above and beyond. And then 19 percent say worse. There are a lot of question marks with this team. Coming up tonight, we have Thursday night football as the Cardinals gear up to take on the Saints. The cards are slightly favored in the matchup. Now, ESPN's Ed Warder did just tweet out saying that a few reporting items on tonight's game. He's been told, as expected, Andy Dalton is starting for the Saints with Jameis Winston active as QB3. The Cardinals also have package of plays for newly acquired wide receiver Robbie Anderson. He expects him for 10 to 15% of offensive snaps. Okay. Well, I mean, my first thought is I'm... Nothing against Andy Dalton, but I would rather it was Andy Dalton than Jameis Winston. Just because I do think as as bad as things have been for the Cardinals, when you consider short week and you're getting DeAndre Hopkins back and you're the home team, this is a game the Cardinals should be able to win. So that's why Taysom Hill concerns me a little bit because he's a wild card. And I think Jameis Winston would be a bit of a wild card. You know he'd throw you two or three interceptions, but he'd probably also throw for two or three touchdowns somehow. Whereas Andy Dalton kind of fits more into that, this is going to be a lower scoring 20 to 17 24 to 20 type game I would still like to know that the Cardinals have a kicker but that's a different story Uh, Robbie Anderson though I mean he only needs one or two plays to make a big play I I don't expect a lot of volume to him but uh, but if he could just make like one or two big plays that really help well and if Dalton starts tonight which it sounds like he will He will have started against the Cardinals for the fourth straight year for the fourth team. So in 2019, he played for the Bengals. The Cardinals won that game 26 to 23. In 2020, he was with the Cowboys. The Cards won 38 to 10. 2021, he was with the Bears and the Cards won 33 to 22. So if Andy Dalton plays tonight, feel better. Let's get that first home win, guys. You didn't just know that off the top of your head, right? You were reading that. No, I just read it off of Jess Roots' Twitter account. And then. Sticking kind of with the injury report for tonight on the Cardinal side, Hollywood Brown, Dennis Gardeck, Rodney Hudson, Justin Pugh, and Daryl Williams are out, while James Conner, Trayvon Mullen, Matt Prater, and Jalen Thompson are questionable. So when it comes to that injury report, is there one player 
that you would like to see out there more than the other. And I'm going to take away Matt Prater uh. because he kind of already just said that. <laughs> Well, okay, if you're going to take away Prater, and that's I'm glad you did that because it felt weird looking at that list of pretty big impact players and saying the kicker's the most important, uh, but he is this week. Um, of those other three questions, First off, guys, can we just say, because remember when Matt Prater got hurt and Wolf said, oh, it's a hip, it'll be fine. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. He should have to come back, turn around wherever he is, come back in here and apologize. Yes, I agree. Because it, it, you could make the case it has cost them two games directly. Um, of those other three guys, James Conner, Trayvon Mullen, or Jalen Thompson, I would go with Jalen Thompson. I mean, I think he's going to play. He's, I mean, he's just around it all game, every game. He's, he's such a difference maker for this team, and I think he's actually starting to fly under the radar a little bit less nationally, too. So it would be him, but no, Matt, Matt Prater is the answer if that's an option. Uh, all right, that was Wolf and Down Your Lunch. Thank you, Aaron, as always.